What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's Community Cork Board announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. we have the Whittier Farmer's Market located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Check out the Farmer's Market, drop by every Friday to visit our favorite people from the Whittier Uptown Association. On Saturday, January 27th at 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m., join the Whittier Voters Coalition as they host the first ever City of Whittier 2018 Election Candidate Forum. This will be an open question and answer forum for City Council candidates. The next general municipal election will be held on Tuesday, April 10, 2018 for the purpose of electing council members for Districts 2 and 4 and a citywide elected mayor. For voter registration, visit the City of Whittier at www.cityofwhittier.org. The candidates for District 2 are as follows. Henry Bouchot, Vincent McLeod, Bob Henderson, Dr. Ida LaPerez, and Eric Lackey. The candidates for District 4 are Fernando Dutra and Lizette Escobedo. For mayor, we have Rolando Cano, Joe Vinatieri, Leon Savage, and Raquel McLeod. So again, this is scheduled on Saturday, January 27th from 12 to 1.30 at Parnell Park Community Center, 15390 Lambert Road, Whittier, California, 90604. On Saturday, January 28th at 8 a.m., check out yoga and breakfast at The Beehive. The Beehive has their very own yoga instructor. They will be providing a yoga class every Sunday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. for donations only to our instructor. Bring your own mat and hand towel. Afterwards, you may want a refreshing organic juice or a protein smoothie to take with you. All right, think you'll get a little peckish after that candidate forum? Head on over to Masa Taco. Looks like this Saturday, starting at 2 p.m., there will be a vegan barbecue. Tickets are $30 per person. Check out more information on their Instagram at Masa Taco. March 10th, 2018, Maternifit is hosting Mom Market and Boss Mom Brunch. This will be a platform for mama entrepreneurs at the Doubletree Hotel in Whittier. Register today to join as a vendor. Go to their Instagram at mom.market for more information. Alright you guys, that's my dog working. Alright guys, since that's all I have for you. Okay, my dog is barking. Have something you'd like us to feature in the community cork board? Tag us on Instagram, check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier, or send us an email at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. Also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier townies would like it, recommend it to them. If you have a friend who has never heard of Whittier because, yes, we are landlocked between freeways, recommend the show. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for the rest of the year, and we like for the whole community to join us for these exciting moments. So don't forget to subscribe or else you'll miss out. Alright guys, enjoy the episode, follow all of us on social media, check out Jesse at J2Architects and Remo at Remo the Realtor, and enjoy the show. Take it away, Jesse and Remo. So, uh, so Manny, tell us a little bit. I mean, last time we, we <clears throat> interviewed you, um, we had you in the podcast, you were... Your uh, massage standard. Yep. Um, you kind of gave us a rundown of what that was and what you do. Um, just recently, mm-hmm. you changed that, right? Yeah. So I changed my name to uh, Manny Cava, um, which is a 
Cava is a, the last part of my last name, Rubalcaba. Uh, I started focusing more on myself and my journey. Uh, initially, I wanted to hire a bunch of people <clears throat> and start doing uh, a bunch of treatments and uh, have a bigger location. But my priorities kind of changed as I kind of got deeper into myself, and I realized that I still have some more things that I want to learn and uh, continue to travel and learn from other people in the field before I branch off into other things. Nice. So that's kind of where I'm at. For the name change became to more focus on myself. So now the <clears throat> the name is a reflection of you. I mean, that's that's yep. what your name is, and and you're kind of blending into that. Yep. Um, so that's your brand now. Yep. Yep. Uh, nice. And uh, what else has changed? I mean, because I know you know last time we talked, it was more of a you're a little bit more specific in certain things. Mm -hmm. um, has that changed? I mean, are you practicing any different or? Yeah. So. Um, I am adding a lot more movement into okay. every session, and um, I am taking on more specific clientele, mm -hmm. and I'm taking less general clientele. Okay. So initially, I was taking on so the name Massage Standard, the blanket, um, the blanket umbrella of what massage is. I was taking anybody in just so they could understand what I was doing, but not everybody needs structural body work or you know, uh, motion awareness or movement awareness. So as I started realizing that, I started picking and choosing who I wanted to work with. Not because I didn't like the other people or things like that. I just wanted to help people through challenging things that I thought that I could help them with. So it became more specific, very specific to uh, movement awareness and uh, something that we call in the field kinesthetic amnesia. Mm -hmm. People are not aware of how compressed they are, how tight they are, um, and that became a, a big priority for me. So in those in those uh, type of people you work with, is it uh, are they in, involved with a specific type of uh, trade or background, or is it just they're still general people? It's just more specific in maybe what they're dealing with. Or um, I think in general, it's 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 between office people, athletes. Okay. Um, it's all different trades. I think it's just uh, a certain age group that I'm working with right now, um, mid thirties, late forties, um, higher stress people. Yeah. People that don't know how to make time for themselves because okay. they're so occupied with life and um, don't know how to take 15 minutes to get movement in, don't know how to take five minutes to take a rest. Yeah. So those are the things that I'm seeing the most with this 30 to 40 demographic. And I know, I know last time you talked about movement and how, obviously how important that is and, mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and how you were dealing with some of that stuff. Um, I guess walk us through, if you could just touch on that a little bit in terms of uh, – of, of what you do with somebody walking in, uh, say it's it's somebody who does office work specifically. Okay. Like, what, what would you what would you routinely go through, or what's it? What's the experience? Okay. So, uh, male or female, the first thing we do is uh, it's a very limited clothing. We do a posture analysis. So men either do it in boxers or shorts, and women either in sports bra or shorts or sports bra and bathing suit bottom. And the reason we do that is we want to see where their body is sitting. Okay. Are they shifting to one side? Are they loading more weight on one ankle? Is one shoulder elevated? Um, the reason we do it with the type of clothing is so we could see all these things and what's going on. Once we kind of see how the posture is, then I go over breathing. Are they breathing through the full chest? Are they only breathing through the neck? Are they opening up the lower rib cage? Uh, are they getting fidgety when they stand? Um, could they breathe deep? If I say deep breathe, take a deep breath, and they only go... Yeah. And that's a deep breath for some people. That's what they know. Yeah. So we start. then we may start with the breath before we even get into body work. So if I tell people you need to have a lot of energy 
to adapt the work we're going to do. So if someone who uh, comes in and doesn't know how to breathe, that's my priority number one. Let me show them how to breathe properly because if we start to work on them and they can't even breathe through the session, yeah. we're not going to get very far. And like I tell my clients, that's all, totally fine with me if you don't know how to breathe right now. However, you'll be coming here for the rest of your life, and that's not what I want. Yeah. I want to teach you so you can move on with your life. Yeah. So that's, that's, what, that's what we start with. So if breath is not a problem, then we move into like structural stuff. Okay. So if one shoulder's higher, let's see why that shoulder's higher. Is your your hip not working when you're when you're walking? Um, are you using that as a dominant hand? Do you carry your baby with that hand? So on and so forth. And then we develop a strategy around that. Um, so if that's the right side, for example, then I'll look at the whole right side and I'll either pick up the right side. And what I mean by pick up is lengthen the tissue on one side and then I have them get off the table, and then we activate that tissue that was in a really stuck position. Okay. Does that make sense, or is that kind yeah, of complicated? No. Yeah. It, I'm following you. Yeah. Obviously, it's a little hard when you're we're just talking. And... I think that's Remo knocking. Oh, is that Remo knocking? Well, we'll let him. Can we let? Can we let that guy in? <clears throat> Here's Mr. Remo. <laughs> no, Remo, you stay here. Now we can replace him with a skinny. All right. What's up, homie? <laughs> By the way, I, I think that's what they call him at home. They call Remo Skinny at home. Now they do. Uh, oh, this table, how I miss it so much. <laughs> so you got to work by Manny, right? I mean, actually, well, one session? <laughs> no, no, come on. I think we just hit like close to 30. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Remo's yeah. in here about once a week. So, uh, yeah. well, explain. I mean, he. He was just I was, talking I was about, watching the whole time. He was just so, talking uh, about how, how he works on, on uh, somebody who's coming in for the first time. Uh, you, that you've been here more than 30 times. More than once. How, how does, uh, I guess, walk us through that? And Well, I, it's been a while since I've yeah. come for the first time. Actually, um, backtracking, after our podcast, that's when I first visited you. And so yeah. I've been here almost every week since our last podcast. Yep. So Nice. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I know we did some, you know, you wanted to see how I stood up, mm-hmm. how I squatted, and still do just to kind of see how the improvement, um, how I got out of bed, which was really weird. I, I always just kind of threw myself out of bed, mm-hmm. and, like not really knowing um, that there's a proper way of getting out of bed. <laughs> so now when I get out of bed, and I remember the demonstration you did last time of like you're on your side and you push with your, you know, with yeah. your arm to get, to get up. So I, I, I actually, that's how I get up nowadays. You want to just roll over? <laughs> I used to just be like, okay, let's go. And then I would feel tight. Mm-hmm. But now I just, I slowly get out, yep. you know, and he's into it. And half the time, because I go to the gym pretty early in the morning, I'm, I'm half asleep while I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> half asleep while I get there and half asleep while I'm doing the workout. So <laughs> to get out and, you know, too quickly, it's probably going to break something or hurt something. Yep. Wait till uh, you have kids, my friend. <laughs> well... Yes. <laughs> yes. We have a dog that sleeps right between us right now. So oh, yeah. And he takes all the blankets. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's how I remember. But um, Manny does an incredible job. And that's why I revisited for, you know, close to 30 times. It's funny because the, 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 actually I only came one time. But that one time I came to you was because uh, I was, I, was, uh, I, had, I had a bad headache. Like mm-hmm. just, it wouldn't go away, man. I think I had it for like about a week or something like that. Yeah. And... Um, and I was, we were, I don't know, we were at the elevator or something, and I was kind of telling you, yeah. and you're like, well, have you done this? I'm like, no, nah, you know what, are you around? He's yeah, come on down. And so I came down and and uh, took a little session there, and, and mm-hmm. 
Oh man, just after that, it felt like I had, it was like an hour, forty-five minutes. Or it was about like an hour. Um, and uh, <clears throat> mine are usually forty-five minutes because I'm always late. So. Yeah. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it felt like, but it felt like it was uh, like I actually took a nap, like yeah. you know, like yeah. a full nap. Like it felt so rested. Mm-hmm. That, um, that must have been the first session because as it progresses. There's no napping because they're pretty pretty intense. I guess yeah. would be the better word. No, but what I'm saying is, it just felt so good that like like you know after I don't know if you do it for everybody, mm-hmm. but after the you do a session, you kind of say, All right, well, I'll let you get up on your own and yep. kind of take your time. But even just that, I don't know, a couple minutes, it felt like it was hours, man. I'm like, <laughs> I think you took a nap. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was hours. I don't know. <laughs> but, no, uh, I do do that for everybody because I mean, life is full of stress and busyness yeah and if you give someone those extra few minutes to themselves it's kind of a nice way to get out of the session yeah, yeah, yeah. the last thing you want to do is take them from a state of like relaxation and be like get let's out go of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? time's up so. no that was good man it, yeah. it's uh and it, it helped man it, it helped uh um even just you do a lot of uh obviously i follow you on instagram and there's a lot of like little uh tips and and trips uh, trips <laughs> tips and and uh, uh suggestions that you make on on those videos Tricks, I was going to say, tips tricks. and tricks um, on just, like, little things, you know? Yeah. And uh, the one you had about the uh, uh, same thing, kind of dealing with headaches. Yep. Uh, and you got that little, uh, what, what's it called? The crossball, tennis ball. Crossball, and you just yeah, kind of roll on that on your neck. Yeah. That was kind of cool because, again, just something simple like that yep. that you could just take on and do anywhere you can. Yep. Um, definitely helps, man. So sounds good, man. Yeah, I like to give people tips with things that they could do at home without having to buy yeah. Anything, you know, um, most people have a tennis ball yeah. with either a dog or their kids or yeah. other crossball laying around the house, and it's easy to access. Yeah, most people don't know where to buy a foam roller. Yeah, and most of foam rollers don't come with instructions. Yeah, so and sometimes they're too hard for people. So a tennis ball is always a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah I guess let me I guess give some color in my experience with with it because um, you shared something with me last couple times that I thought was pretty good that I shared with my mom, and that's. So when I started, we had my back, my legs, my, mm-hmm. you know, everything. Mm-hmm. The, and we recently did my forearms mm-hmm. and my neck. And so you were sharing something about the carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. I thought was pretty, pretty strong. Do you want to maybe? Oh, yeah. So um, it's kind of hard to show, but uh, let's just picture that you, the hand. Let's start, well, here, oh, we're recording. Let's so. start here at the hand. And as you work your way back, this is where the carpal tunnel is. On the wrist there? On the on wrist. The wrist uh-huh. And these are where the muscles are and the tendons travel right here through that tunnel. So when these muscles become overworked... So your forearm muscles, Your right? forearm muscles become yeah. overworked, the tendons can become inflamed. And when they become inflamed, they start to go out wide like this, putting pressure on that carpal tunnel. So what happens then is most people self-diagnose themselves and say, hey, I have carpal tunnel. So right away, it's... Cortisone or... Or, or surgery. And no. two out of three people that get carpal tunnel surgery have to re-get it because yeah. they still live in pain. And not that this is the end-all or be-all safe, but this is a really good place to start by starting to work on yourself and releasing this stuff to allow the pressure off the wrist, to come off the wrist. You know? So is the car, is that, I, I thought it was this part here, like the yeah, bottom. It's, right there. Oh, it's all this. Yeah. It's all this. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, where your watch would be. Okay. Right yep. It's literally like a little band, a little thin watch. Okay. Watch size band. And it's like a looks like a little piece of plastic, uh-huh. and the tendons travel through here. And picture that they go like this, and as the muscles get worked, they start to expand like that, putting a lot of pressure on those uh-huh. on those nerves. Yeah. And I say that because uh, again, my job is we're we're at a desk all day, and 
and um when computers were you know the the new thing and everybody was on a computer all day mm -hmm. that was always a fear like oh my god or they made a it was it was uh what when computers it? came out and you're in college <laughs> yeah <Is that> right? <laughs> um what, what are they um i guess it's a it's, it's a technology uh, uh the pads uh, for your mouse yeah pads? you know the yeah they, 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 i mean there was a lot of stuff that came out to relieve well not relieve but uh, uh so you don't get carpal tunnel and mm -hmm. stuff and so that was a thing at the office it was like all right you know ergonomics right we gotta mm -hmm. elevate this move mm -hmm. this and do that blah blah get the mouse right and um, and I remember that, like, it, it felt that, like, there was always a, at least once a month, if not for sure, somebody twice or every other month would come in and say, yeah, I want to go see my doctor, and they're recommending I get, you know, surgery. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, is it that bad? Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it like, infectious? You know, <laughs> I'm like, well, well, how, what, do you, what do you do not to get it, you know? And uh, uh, I did meet somebody who actually, er, again, everybody was, that was a whole scare, like, oh, I'm going to get carpal tunnel. But I do know somebody who actually got that surgery and, and it's exactly what you said it's like they're having to um uh do additional um i don't know if it's additional surgeries but they, mm -hmm. they definitely got to keep doing yeah. something to yep. help it um yeah my mom better, actually got the surgery and so she was thinking about redoing the surgery mm -hmm. and i'm like wait before you do that you know try coming yeah. visiting you yeah. but um she recently got cortisone and my mom big tolerance for surgery pain for uh, like shots and stuff like that, but massage, she's yeah. very like sensitive where it's like, oh, don't do that, it hurts. I'd rather no way, like, really? chop it off yeah. than, than yeah. to go through the massage. So what do you, how do you maybe deal with someone like that? Because to get to it, you, you're putting mm. some good pressure, right, to relieve the... Yeah, so um, for someone, like, well, we'll give the example because I, I put you through some pain every yeah. week, oh. um, but you're, you're a healthy individual. Mm -hmm. You move every week uh, and you're also young, so you could go through those pain cycles. Someone who's a little older, it's going to be a lot harder for them to recover. Mm -hmm. So I go really, really soft and gentle with them. And I also explain how aggressive do you want to approach this. Do you want to start, you know, do you want to go deep or do you want to take your time with this journey? And I leave it up to them because especially, you know, I work on my mom, I worked on my aunts, and ladies' forearms are some of the most hardest rock-working forearms I've ever worked on. Oh, really? Yeah, because women do a lot of work and, you know, a lot of stuff that men don't do. What are you trying to say? Yeah. Well, Remo? <laughs> Jesse's arms are spaghettis. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, just, just general housework, you know, that yeah. most women do, or even baby stuff. And um, uh, self-care is something that's really not taught to women as they're going through, through life, or through all of us. But back to what your question was, is I, I just take my time with them, and I just teach them stuff they could do on their own. And sometimes we just start with movement, opening up their wrist little by little, just creating some awareness, mm -hmm. and just kind of compressions. Compressions is something where you would just kind of squeeze just to create circulation mm -hmm. so they could understand that there's something there. Because when it's that tight and it's that much pain, people start to block off those receptors and you kind of ignore it. You know, so that's something we do as humans. You know, mm -hmm. Animals don't do that. If animals are injured, they'll go lay down somewhere and they'll rest so they're better. Humans could work through pain. So we ignore it and ignore it for years and then you touch it and then it kind of reawakens that pain that you never dealt with. So just going real gentle with people. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true because, you know, we all have responsibilities, life, school, work, yeah. relationships, payments, whatever. Yeah. And during those, you know, 9, 10, 12-hour days, no one really makes 30 minutes for themselves. Yeah. And no one really knows how to – how, well, how do you begin? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, if you only have 30 minutes, do you really want to work out? Probably not. Yeah. Do you really want to stretch? Probably not. So yeah. what could you do for yourself? Yeah, yeah. That's why I put out those videos because they're easy. They're one minute. They could get you started. And it's funny because 
that's the thing. Like, like even like, um, like uh, they done like national studies where uh, they say as Americans we just we don't tend to take you know vacation. Uh, we don't tend to take time off mm-hmm. uh, even if we're sick. Mm-hmm. Just because I guess it's ingrained in us that you gotta keep, mm-hmm. you know, chugging along, yep. uh, uh, spinning that wheel. Yep. Uh, but you look at other countries or you know other cultures, it's like, mm-hmm. you're right, man. They'll they'll take some time off if they're yeah. sick. You know, they might take a whole day or whatever is it to yep. kind of rest up, which is what the body needs, right? But uh, for whatever reason, we don't, man. So. Yeah, I do that pretty often. I had to train myself. You know, I used to work a lot and I used to work through pain and stuff like that. Yeah. But as I've gotten older and I realize I'm doing this for a reason. And that's yeah. not to live in pain and to live that type of life. Yeah. So I, I communicate to my clients when I'm not feeling well, because yeah. I don't want, I don't want to give them a shitty session one, yeah. and two I don't want to make myself worse. Yeah. So the idea is longevity for for everyone involved yeah. in coming into my practice. No, definitely, man. Yeah. I got the sick. I'm sick. Text message last week. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, just yeah. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, as long as you're not being sick every every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, today's my sick day. Uh, <laughs> not coming. My in. sick Friday. Yeah. Um, but but I, I you know I obviously keep coming back but I enjoy it. I mean in the beginning some someone would ask well why do you need 30 sessions or you know yeah. why do you want to keep going um, I think for me it's been just my my time yeah. you know what I mean I, like you said there's very little time where we just carve off that mm-hmm. hey this is just your so I I kept the sessions going maybe I'm I'm and you could probably tell me better if mm-hmm. I'm my body has responded to mm-hmm. what you've been doing and better but I just like I, as like a therapy session and yep. <laughs> session. So. so those remote start talking about his day and they start talking about what's happening at home. We keep yeah. <laughs> we keep talking to a to a minimum. Was yeah, it client was it a, a doctor yeah, client? Don't worry about it. Just, we did talk about you so <laughs> you didn't come up. Oh that's funny. Yeah. But I think it's important like to Remo's point, like it's it's his time. It's his one hour to yeah. just decompress and, and do his thing. And I think uh We've already got in, in Remo's case. We've already gotten past like the the bigger issues, and we're maintaining what what we've worked on, and we're allowing like just therapy to kind of settle in. Um, the problem with most well, not the problem, but the thing with most people is they they never start, not even, and they have pain and they expect it to be like, hey, yeah, I have a you know I have neck pain, I have shoulder pain. Yeah. Can you get rid of it? So I don't do uh, I tell people I don't do crisis calls. You yeah. know, like if you want to commit, <laughs> if you want to commit to this, you know, like yeah. I'm not trying to sell you on coming here forever, yeah. but I want to help you move on with your life. And I think that's the thing. I'm trying to teach people how to give themselves enough awareness to do give themselves 15 minutes a day. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, for With that said, what do you think some basic things that most people can do that they don't do that you can maybe <clears throat> verbalize? With? So I think the, the first question I would ask someone is this. is um, When I ask when people come in, they tell me they work 10 hours a day, they commute two hours and three hours, and they have kids, and they say they want to, and the end of my intake sheet it says what are your goals and people's like you know get stronger be more flexible and stretch right so then I tell them out of this 15 hour day that you're already grinding and they tell me when they wake up in the morning they just get up crack open coffee and take off mm-hmm. how do you expect to accomplish this that's my question to them because if I give you one minute of, a, of an assignment you may not be able to do it with all this yeah. all this thing so it's a, it's, you have to ask yourself that honest question like how much energy do I have to do what I really want. And how committed are you? How right? committed are you? Because like, yeah. I tell people, like, they're like, just give me what I got to do. And I'm like, well, it doesn't work that way, man, or yeah. woman. How much time do you want to allocate? They're like, at least 40 minutes. I'm like, okay. What, and I ask people, what do you do for hobbies? We've, we talked about the hobbies thing. And if I know people don't even have one hobby, I have a, there's a high chance they're not even going to start foam rolling for 20 minutes. Yeah. 
because it's it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. You know, to start stretching and foam rolling, it's a pattern change. So we start with three minutes, mm-hmm. and that's where we start. And each person is different, whether it's a wrist, whether it's hip, whether it's shoulder. We start with three minutes, and that's it. Yeah. Because it's like I said, it's like if you don't have the energy to create this change, you're not going to be successful. Well, it, again, for me, it's a commitment, right? It's like, uh, um, kind of like like when I go to the gym, um, you know. <laughs> yes, Remo, I go to the gym, Remo. <laughs> you go to the gym, which gym do you go to? <laughs> Curves? Um, <laughs> yes. What is that, a uh, women's gym? Curves? It's actually it's actually mobile, it's a mobile gym down the street. It's, uh, it's, it, it's always a two-for-one on Tuesdays, man. So, um, <laughs> um, But... Um, it's a, it's one of those things where like you know you say hey I'm gonna go I'm gonna start like in this case New Year's right yeah. where we're talking about the New Year and everybody's New Year's resolution I think it includes some kind of uh, health mm-hmm. kick right and um, and so you know you want to get into the gym mm-hmm. it takes time mm-hmm. um, uh, not just time to actually be there but time you know to get there and get out and get back mm-hmm. um, so at the end of the day you're talking about well like a two hour at least block, mm-hmm. right, to, to get to the gym. Um, one, if you don't have the time, if you don't have those two hours, then it's going to be difficult, right? Uh, and then the second thing is is that commitment. Like, yeah. you got to make sure that, you know, at a certain time you're out the door and doing what you got to do yep. to get to get fit, right? So how do I, so it's always time and commitment. It's like if you don't have, if you don't have those things, it's, it's going to be difficult in anything. Well, um, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. So that's the thing. It's uh, I always tell people that there, it goes back to the gym. Like, why are you even attempting to go to the gym? Yeah. Like, uh, hang a pull up bar. Yeah. You know, do two push ups. Like, I, I tell my mom, we, we hang up hang out pull up bars everywhere in the house. Yeah. It took me years to convince them to do that because yeah. aesthetically it's not pleasing, right? Yeah. So every time you pass by, you do one pull up nice. throughout the day. And it accumulates to 10 to 15 or sometimes one throughout the day, but you're getting in movement and you don't have to feel pressure to go to a bench at a gym that's packed with. You know, beefy dudes, yeah, yeah. and waiting to get Thanks, your re- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to get your reps in. You know, yeah. for some people, that's that in itself is emotionally draining to get there. Yeah. So if you can't get past that first part, yeah, and then how are you going to beat that guy who's doing his sets and reps at ninety pounds? You're going to do fifteen pounders, right? He's not going to allow you in. Yeah. You yeah. know, so there's a whole psychological effect to even getting to the gym. But if you start with basics like a pull up, you know, a dip, a push up, things yeah, that yeah. you could do at home, yeah, you start with that. Nice. Like you don't start with saying, "Hey, I'm going to go back to the gym." In my opinion, you say, "Hey." This week, I'm going to get in 10 push-ups. Yeah. However, you know, if you do five on one day and, you know, three on one day and two, whatever. Yeah. However, you got to get it done. Do you walk around at home, the push, the pull-up bar, where you don't want to pass the, the <laughs> yeah. hallway? Well, <laughs> like, ah, I'm going to go this way in the house. It, it just has to really become a lifestyle. It's yeah. a, the, the real the real thing. And I think um, for my mom, who who's someone who really didn't like the things that I hung up around the house because she had her house really really nice with all kinds of fixtures everywhere. Uh, it doesn't look nice when you have yoga mats and foam rollers in the living room, right? Right, yeah. But once they've been convinced that when they pass by, they foam roll their foot for a minute, they're making progress every day yeah, yeah. opposed to feeling pressure. Yeah, yeah. Go, you know? No, it makes so, sense, man. So, but, I mean, at a certain point, everybody says when I retire, I'm going to start training, I'm going to start getting fit again. Next Which year, I'm going to get weird. fit again. So yeah. it's like, why not just start with minutes at a time yeah. opposed to putting pressure 30 years later? Yeah, yeah. You know? Plus, at that point, you're that you're old and you can't. Yeah, you're you too do, frail, you know? and you've already established bad habits. Yeah, yeah. There's a really good commercial. I, it's some financial services company. They're you know they talk about planning for retirement, but planning for now is also really good too. Yeah, <laughs> they talk about. I think it was a commercial where the guy, his daughter, asked him to take 
him to the friend's house because she has a pool and he's saving, saving, saving. And then he just said, forget this. I'm just going to build the pool here and mm. enjoy the time with the family. Mm. So, uh, you know, you got you to gotta do it now. And, and it's funny you say the, you know, how do you get it in? I, I think it comes down to what priorities are. I mean, mm. we're all committed to brushing our teeth. Or mm. Most of us are in the morning. <laughs> Some people are. To going aren't. to work, <laughs> to doing this. So I think at the end of the day, if it becomes, you know, up there on the priority, Mm. Um, for some people, it takes a little bit longer to find that out by mm. maybe some health issue or some medical issue that they go through, and then no, you're absolutely right, man. Because I mean, one of those things is just health-wise, you know, or not actually health, but more getting fit. You know, um, that was always an excuse for me, like, man, how am I going to get it in? You know, I'm mm. busy at work, I'm mm-hmm. you know doing all this stuff, mm. and finally the wife's like, look, if if you're not healthy, then you're not going to be able to work. You know, so there's no point on you not. You know, not dedicating some time, and it's true, man. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be all there to be able to. Mm-hmm. You only get one of you. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> you listen to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, I love Joe Rogan. It's uh, his podcast. In this case, uh, 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 dude, I kind of love. I just love the way this guy trains and and what he does. Because it's kind of like what you're saying. It's all about doing some kind of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or yeah, or routines mm-hmm. that that um, that actually are done to mimic your daily life. Yep. Right. It's movement. Yep. You know. So uh, so he'll do some insane movements, but they're mimicking you getting up in the morning, or you if you fall on the floor, so you you getting up and standing up on the floor, and you know if you're gonna go hang from somewhere, that that movement kind of gets incorporated into that. Um, but but he says something which I. I Every time I'm, I'm, you know, trying to do this health thing, it's like, um, you you gotta eat and work out, because um, you only get one meat vehicle, and that's it. Yeah, one meat meat vehicle. <laughs> like our body oh, is our oh, vehicle. Can't you know? it. Oh. And uh, and so we're you're you're so you're provide the food is the fuel for your meat vehicle. Like yeah. you gotta yeah. be able to. Uh, and so he always says, you, 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 whatever you eat, you got to make sure that that is just to feel, keep you yep. going. Um, and so it's, you know, it's kind of cool to kind of mm-hmm. look at it that way. But you're right, man. It just takes that dedication mm-hmm. to, to do it, man. It also just creates like a, I mean, people, people always say, oh, I want to get fit again. And I always tell people with respect, yeah. will you ever fit? Yeah. And I'm like, you are, you are, you. <laughs> I'm like, uh, and I'm like, I, and I mean nothing by this. I'm like, I don't, you were young. That yeah. doesn't mean you were fit. Yeah. And then it's like when they get that in their mind that they were never fit, yeah. they start to reorganize how they, that thought pattern is that yeah. I'm not getting back to anything. I'm just starting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, but So it serves as two parts. It's definitely <laughs> massage and also therapy. Because yeah. well. <laughs> every time I've come here, I've cried a couple of times. Yeah. I don't know if it was the pain or the talk, but <laughs> probably the pain. <laughs> yeah. Um, you were mentioning to, to me, and I, don't, I know you guys – don't think you're talking about it about the the book that you're uh, putting together. Is that something you want to share with us? Today? Yeah. So um, so I'm working on interview. So I've been traveling all over. Like I've been going back to Maine, back and forth to learn from this guy that I've been reading his books for years. And one of the things I see in our field is uh, a lack of education, and because there's not enough resources locally uh, for a therapist to research more or even get deeper into the rabbit hole because our industry is kind of a you, you have you have one option to get a license and that's a massage license and once you get past that it's all specialty stuff whether it be fascial work or cranial sacral work or uh, 
bioenergetics, whatever you get into, um, there's no different certification. However, most of these certifications uh, or places of study are not in Cali. They're in, they're in weird places. They're in the corner of Maine. They're somewhere in a ranch in Colorado. They're somewhere in Northern California. So what I'm doing is I'm putting together uh, a, a bunch of interviews with all these top people who I went to study with and making it a resource book where a therapist could find their way or if they don't know where to look, they could have an idea of who these people are, what they do, and how they could get to that level of therapy. Nice. Yeah. How, how advanced or how developed is that idea? Is it something you're just starting? And it yeah, so I'm, I'm still in process of like, uh, uh, I met with them in, in person um, and I'm just trying to organize the, the actual interview itself because these people I'm trying to interview are international teachers and they're all over the world. Some of the times they're in China, sometimes they're in Australia. So I'm trying to catch them while they're here in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> and last Preferably time they, in Whittier. Yeah, <laughs> last time they were here in L.A., they were here for four days and they had four days, 12-hour workshops and they weren't interested in doing it that day. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it'll be a, a time management thing with them and me trying to organize it with their, with their staff. Yeah. But yeah, we're at the beginning of that just barely. And then you also talked about, um, oh, I guess, what what do you got coming up, man? I mean, it's, uh, you know, you already changed the name of the, <laughs> yeah, of your place. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking for a potential new location, a bigger space. Um, okay. Since I'm really big on movement, I want to, I want to teach movement from my perspective, um, in like in a warehouse style and not with like, uh, you know, too many, too much equipment, mm -hmm. more body weight stuff. I want to show people how to own their body. And uh, we do it here very minimally in, in my space, but it's hard to do all the things I want to do because I don't have anywhere to hang equipment. Yeah. And that pull-up bar is mainly for me because it's easy to fall off, the, <laughs> off yeah. the door frame. So things like that where I can teach pulling movements, pushing movements, and once we open up the tissue, how do you activate that tissue that was asleep? So things like that. You talked about rock climbing because that's something you do. <clears throat> yeah, so like we were talking earlier before we started is that and so I love climbing, I love movement, I love floating, I love sensory deprivation, but all these things are super far. Yeah. You know, I went to the West Side yesterday and it was a six-hour day, yeah. you know, and I was only there for an hour and a half session. Yeah. So I know a lot of people in the community enjoy these things, but nobody wants to drive to either West LA or for a float lab yeah. or to Long Beach to rock climb yeah. or to Newport Beach for a different type of movement. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that's why I want to bring it to them. The community get it closer what's a float lab oh uh so it's a for those of you who don't know what a float lab is it's a sensory deprivation tank where it's a uh, it's a one big tank with water in it and it's filled with epsom salt it's about eight inches of water and it's completely dark in there when you close it there's no noise no sound huh. no light and you float in there for 90 minutes it's like the dead sea where the the what is it called the density of the water is different yep so uh, that's a good question. All I know is that you float. Yeah, I, I think it's the <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a, like the, the it salt itself creates. Uh, yeah. uh, it makes the you buoyancy. more buoyant. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know it's funny because I, I was in there, and since I'm such an intense, anxious person, I was in there for about the first thirty minutes, and I would open the door, and I was like, Oh, really? You know, where am I? You know, because you forget. Because yeah. you know, when are you ever in darkness, away from a screen, away from sound, and you're in there with your thoughts, and you're yeah. starting to float around and. It's pretty decompressing, but for those moments that you're not relaxed because you're not used to it, yeah. I opened the door a couple of times to see where I'm at. And it took me about one hour to finally relax. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because me and my <clears throat> wife did it um, together, well, at the same time in different tanks. Mm -hmm. And um, when you go in there naked uh, and they give you um, 
uh, earbuds, mm-hmm. so water doesn't get into your ears. Uh, so once you get in the water, I mean, the idea behind the whole water is that you're is that once you're in that state of mind where where you're um, relaxed, uh, you feel like you're floating, yeah. and it feel. I mean, the the water is at the temperature of your body, so you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no waves, so you don't feel motion. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife couldn't. She didn't go through a whole session. It's a one hour. Uh, one hour or two hour session. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't go through the whole thing. It's actually a two hour session. Mm-hmm. She didn't go through mm-hmm. the whole thing. Uh, same thing. She went through like the first like five ten minutes, yep. and she had to get out because she she was she was getting uh, uh Like she was just felt like she was getting yeah <clears throat> closed, and so she got out. But I, I hung in there, and <laughs> um, it's crazy, man. I I didn't I didn't I haven't done it enough or frequency enough or frequently. To kind of experience the uh, psych, because you get a psychedelic moment. Um, I don't know if it's happened to you when you've been there. Psychedelics? But yeah. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. it, it, Those uh, two. <laughs> it's just yourself. Like yep. your 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 brain is so. I mean, it's so powerful that like it it, it gets into the state where your everything's quiet. There's nothing. I mean, everything's you're shut off, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of, have you ever had those dreams where, where you like you start dreaming some crazy stuff? That's and definitely the psychedelic. <laughs> it, 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 it's supposed to mimic that, like you know. Um, Did she knock on your door after ten minutes? And no, said, Are you done yet? No, no. So, so you're in your own room. You're, you're yep. within. A, you're in a box within a room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody will come bother you, um, and so they'll just tell you when time's up. They'll come in and let you know, but. Uh, but yeah, man, if you could if you could do it uh, and you could do it more frequently, mm-hmm. it definitely. Uh, what does it do to your body? Is it is it de- does it decompress you mm-hmm. actually, or is it just more for the mind? I don't know about you, but for me, it's it's been in it's it's more for the mind. It's more for you to relax. It's for more for you to to um, to release some stress. You know, yep. just kind of uh, uh, chill. But yeah, I mean, for me, it was. What it was, sensory deprivation, away from any senses, you know, yeah. especially the screen, since we're always on the screen, yeah. moving away from any stimulation, it was really nice for my brain. Yeah. It was really allowed to just kind of just settle into myself for a moment. Yeah. That's no, what I, I think some, everybody experiences something different depending on where they're at mentally, spiritually, physically, whatever. Uh, and for me, it was more just to decompress, yeah. just to relax and move away from the reality of things for a minute and just settle into my body. No, no, that'd be cool, man. If, you, if there's something here local that you know that could be, can done you take your there? phone inside? There? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> you have to go Instagram live though. <laughs> yeah, in the dark. Um, yeah, to do something like that, man. You know what? You're, I mean, be, you're right because when we first looked at it, that, this one's out in Venice, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the close, the next closest one I saw was out, I think, in Newport. Yep, close to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you have something here, man, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I think, I think. Uh, uh, we were talking earlier. There's a lot of availability with uh, within like boot camp and CrossFit and yeah. even the abundance of yoga. Uh, yeah. However, there's not a lot of things in between for people who don't want either of those. Yeah. There's no specific stretching classes, no foam rolling classes, no movement classes. There's nowhere to climb if you want to climb around here. You know, yeah. and I know there's people who want to climb out here, especially with like how much the outdoor community has grown with Hellman Trail and people being outdoors. People want to experience it, but. After a long day, you don't really want to drive two hours yeah. to go to get in there. Why not do a, a weekly or daily foam roll class on Instagram Live where people can join in and kind of follow you as a live <coughs> instructor? So I guess the challenge with that, with that is that I'm 
I'm a little too busy now with daily clients. Mm -hmm. So th that's what I'm trying to reorganize for this year is how to allocate my time to get into those things I want to do. Um, plus, plus he's got to get paid, man. Leave that Friday morning <laughs> spot open. <or> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't get rid of that spot. Um, but I, I think that will be really cool. I don't know if it's maybe in the evenings where people are home, but mm -hmm. if you're actually are guiding a um, – Mm -hmm. a live uh, foam rolling thing. I mean, I, I think that would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Or even like a, eventually, like we talked about earlier, if I, if I do get a bigger space and we could have people come, and even if it's for a short period of time to learn and then move on, yeah. that'd be good enough for me, you know, for people to come and learn and experience and just be part of what I want to share. You know? Yeah. So. Damn, man. I think you get into some uh, rock climbing. I mean, because all, <laughs> like, like all these things are, like I was telling you, like a, for people who want to do movement, you have yeah. very few options. Like you either, you either come from the gym, or now that CrossFit is so huge, you do that. Yeah. And both of them are its own tribe. Yeah. I go to the gym, and I do CrossFit. Yeah. But what about people who love to hike, or you know, just love to climb, or just want to just do parkour yeah. or movement, just yeah. stuff that doesn't require a lot of equipment? There's not facilities for those type of people. Yeah. There's not trainers or people who are, in my opinion, conscious enough to accept those type of clients in a facility to walk them through the process of movement, yeah. you know? Well, it, well the, and the thing for me is, is I mean, as much as all that exists, and I have nothing against anything, uh, those type I. of ex exercise or, or movements, for me it's all about, like, um, like just having something where, where it mimics life, you mm -hmm. know? Yep. Um, and, and I say that because, like, uh, my kid just recently started uh he got a football for for christmas and mm -hmm. so we've been tossing the football and uh and man i i just i mean he's he's obviously working on his throws and mm -hmm. and so they go to the left and they go to the right mm -hmm. and so i'm having to go bend down and pick up the ball and bend down and pick up the ball and it's like shit man now i gotta get more fit just to bend down yep. <laughs> you know it's <laughs> like a string <laughs> but uh but it's just that you know like yeah. if you if, if there's an exercise that would mimic that um uh, or but again but but something where you, it's a it's a class where you're not going like, like crossfit right you're, you're there and you're picking up heavy weights and you know it's all about how much you can lift um or you go to the gym and yeah. same thing but if it's just something focused on just movements um and it doesn't feel too intimidating mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um but you know there, that you're getting you're going to get something out of it, right? Yep. One is obviously more flexible, but at the same time getting strong at that same moment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because the thing we talked about last time too, where, you know, you were helping somebody who was a little elderly and, and mm -hmm. it was just being able to get off and on the toilet. Yep. I mean, shit, that's all, that's all we need at this moment. I yep. mean, um, just something like that, you know, I think if, if it's being provided and, and done well, I think it's a, uh, yeah, I think It'll all those you know, sports and gyms are really good. Like, but back to your point there, there's not a lot of functional things taught. Yeah. And I think it's because a lot of people just don't know how to teach them, one. And two, uh, people speed through fitness, and they're like, hey, I want to deadlift 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I want to do that pull-up. Hey, I want to do that muscle-up. Yeah. You know? So with respect to whatever movement you want, yeah. if you accelerate to it through fast, yeah. you're yeah. going you're gonna to end up at injury. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's uh, definitely one of those things you got to – Okay, cool, um, man. What's the best way for someone to, I guess, get started? I mean, when, when they feel tight in their body and, and like, what, what one or two things do you recommend that, you know, we all should do? <clears throat> so one of the things I do daily that I recommend for everybody is just, um, I'm not a nutritionist, so I can't recommend food or water, but I start with water and breathing every morning. 
and you could put on a timer for either a minute or mm -hmm. five minutes or three minutes and you let it run and you move it away from you and you just breathe deep for those minutes so the more oxygen that you have pumping through your through your body the more circulation you have the more your muscles loosen up the more movement you'll get yeah i've done those uh they're like the, the what is different diaphragmatic diaphragmatic breathing yeah yep and you know, half the time I get lightheaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a little euphoric from it. Yeah, because you know? most of the time we don't take that much oxygen into mm -hmm. the, into the to the head and to the body, and so I think mm -hmm. that has something to do with it, probably. It's a good way to set the tone for the day, just to like um, if you're already starting off with short breath, you're gonna start off more anxious. You want to speed through your day, but if you start with just a couple minutes of breath, it's mm -hmm. a good way to start. So Manny, I got two questions for you. Yep. One was from. Uh, from somebody, somebody very important in Remo's life, uh, Manny. How important is <laughs> breathing? Not me, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, how important is breathing, or yeah, breathing work uh, in relationship to your massage work? Breathing for myself or oh. breathing for the client? I think breathing okay. during in, a session. I guess probably. a session, yeah. Yeah. So that's a really good question. Um, one of the things I that's one of my main cues I look out for because. Most people will not tell you if they're in pain during a session. So if you see lack of breath or <gasps> them locking up or them <laughs> doing stuff like that, that's the minute that I back away. So if you can't breathe through a session, then we're not going to get far. So, yeah, breathing is important to actually allow the muscle to elongate and to allow the system to take it in. Yeah. Yep. By the way, that was your wife. I know. Oh, that, that, was, that resonated really well because half the time when you're pressing, I'm like, all right, buddy, go ahead. Yeah. I'm good. Just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got another question. Uh, this is from Teach with Soul. Uh, looking for good massage therapy to heal vertical. Vertical. Mm -hmm. Is this is that an option? <clears throat> so, not necessarily. So it depends if it's vertical for sure or if it's vertical symptoms. Um, there's a muscle that runs along the side of your neck, and I don't know if you can see me here, uh, but it's on the yeah. it's on the outside of your neck, and this muscle attaches right here in the back of your ear and at the top of your rib cage here. So when this muscle is compressed and shortened, it gives you the same symptom that you would get with vertigo. So first you would have to see if it actually is vertigo or it's something else giving you the symptom of. How do you figure that out? You have to get worked on or you have to get diagnosed. Like if she's got diagnosed or he's got diagnosed, we'll know more then. Okay. But it's usually through, through getting worked on because you can't really know until you work on someone if you could actually help them. Um, when you were doing that, I remember, I think it was last week or the week before, you worked on my neck. Yeah. And I I, I swear, I thought you were choking me. <laughs> like, it was so weird. And You're like, hold on, man. I know you, yeah, man. We're like, only no. friends. I was like, that's my esophagus. I can't breathe. My, no, my pain, you choke me. No, <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it all feels good after the yep. fact. But during the process, uh, it's definitely not that, uh, that, that it, it's pretty intense. Yeah, so those were the last uh, or the only questions I saw here on, um, um, let's see, there was one that said, Manny is a man. This is, yeah, this is from We Are Whittier. Can I still benefit from your sessions if I do not have good flexibility? Yeah, you absolutely could benefit from it because that would be one of the goals that we would try to attack, this flexibility. Um, people coming here usually have a flexibility issue could either be a neurological you know, restriction really? or a tissue restriction. Some people, you know, they're like, oh, I can't touch my toes. And they go, they go down they're like, ah, it hurts. But <laughs> they get stuck there because they limit themselves because if it's a little yeah. bit of pain, for whatever reason, they're scared of that pain. Right? Yeah. 
So it could be either that or your actual tissue is tight, but definitely could help out. Well, see, for me, it was always the. I think you're 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 uh, mimicking my session, man, because uh-huh. uh, uh, <laughs> that's me. Like I'll bend down, like oh, hold on, that's it. Yep. But but for me, it's a fear of like, am I gonna am I gonna pull something or, gonna or get back tear up. something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then I'm yeah. screwed, man. Yep. You got to get but, one of those uh, necklaces where you push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, but you're saying you could you could push that right? You could push yeah, you, it could, to, pu- uh, you could push that. All right, so let's cl- let's close close out our Instagram and then uh, we can continue with the uh, the podcast. Yep. Thank you, everybody out there. Yeah, I have a question. Maybe you could talk because uh, one session that I remember mm-hmm. that I got like instant relief mm-hmm. was when you worked on my like above my knees mm-hmm. and I had some other tissue. And we talked about flexibility. How where would you ask? So, what is something like that, and why is you know what? Why do we get something like that? Uh, the relief or the actual tightness? The, the of tightness, it? and then you know by you, you doing what you did, what kind of like relief do does someone experience? So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that because that was the, the your inner thigh, right? Inner, yeah. yeah. Um, so what happens is is this patient client confidentiality? Yeah, or? He just signed the waiver. We're good. Yeah, that, that, that thing was intense, man. I, I, that's that got me teary eyed. So let's just picture the, the the muscle we're talking about is if you're if you're sitting down and looking at yourself, put your hand on the inside of your thigh and drag it up towards your groin. That's the muscle that we're we're talking about here. Um, and that muscle's responsibility is to keep um, the legs <laughs> closed. Close. Yeah. So our legs are usually in standing. They're yeah. usually in a closed position. We hardly ever extend them out, um, which you do mainly in Pilates, uh, but don't do in many other types of exercise or movement. So they, 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 they become compressed, and people don't usually get that worked on because back to what we talked about in the past, it's, um, it's a very interesting field that we're in because people sexualize touch. And if this is an area that could be considered intimate for someone, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, whoa, may, whoa. they may not want to touch. But when we, when we do release it, there's a couple things that happen. If it's compressed and tight, the tissue will elongate. And the second part is uh, you'll get a response to your nervous system that this is actually moving away from the area that you're at. So it's allowing your nervous system to re-register whatever space that you had there. Wow. And I I remember after you doing it, I was in pain for, I would say, a day. Not pain, but I could just feel Mm. still. But a a couple days after, my flexibility was Mm -hmm. a lot better because I can squat a lot deeper than Mm -hmm. I did before Mm -hmm. having that tightness. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> no, pay them extra. Um, anything that you have uh, coming up, maybe in the community that you're doing? I know you said you're moving on the space, but yeah, I'm still like I was telling Jesse before we started the podcast that I'm looking, but I'm not looking. I'm not rushing it. I'm just taking my time, hoping hoping to find a space. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not going to rush that process because I want it to be what I want, and I want to be there for a while, and I don't want to keep moving. Um, I want to stay within uptown if I can. Um, so that's the community business thing. I'm going back to Maine again in April, May, and June. And I got a couple more courses coming up in March from a different practitioner. So it's a, another year of a lot of learning and a lot of. When you move, the skinny come with you? He's definitely coming first. <laughs> I, I was telling him that when I used to do mobile work and I used to go. Yeah, I was watching the video. <laughs> he, was, uh, he used to roll with me. He was my carpool buddy. Um, and I used to work at Equinox. Uh, I, I, I had him there for a good year. So he's been around. Were you, did you ever get pulled over with him in it? No. Oh. <laughs> you I would mean, actually go in the carpool with him? No, no, no. Oh, I thought you meant. I meant he just, he, he would roll with me, keep me company. I thought you put a hat on him no. and a shirt and just stand him in the seat and be like, what officer? He's sleeping. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but that's about it with with that. I'm looking forward to um, being able to do more things, to teach people movement from my perspective, to teach people more self-care tips and just overall uh, body awareness. Um, so it, it being a new year um, and all of us having resolutions, what are your uh, 2018 uh, <clears throat> resolutions? Um, the one thing I'm going to practice this year is softness. Um, and what I mean by that is more patience with people. Uh, this is my personal thing, like uh, understanding where people are coming from, trying to hold space for people where I'm not being so quick to judge the situation that I'm getting into and mm. just being softer on people and not being so so hard. Because nice. I tend to, to be a little bit harder on people because yeah. of my own personal ambition yeah. and my own personal agenda that sometimes I could be like, when someone tells me something comes up, I'm like, just get it done. Yeah. Quit, quit bullshitting yourself. But then I realize that that kind of creates distance in my relationships yeah. with people. So practicing softness to hold space for people that I care about. Nice. You know? So that's that's the main thing. Everything else is in place. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I agree with that philosophy. Just be hard. Forget <laughs> the softness. Thing. It, <laughs> so your 2018 resolution is to be hard? Be harder on people. Yeah. No. No, I'm just kidding. Um, not really, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> What is your 2018 resolution? Uh, have a little one. I don't know if that's a resolution or not. <laughs> yeah, it's a resolution because you got to work at it. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's. <laughs> I, I'm glad uh, uh, Instagram Live is off. <laughs> be like what? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I think that's. It. I haven't really given thoughts. I mean, most years you go into it thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna do this." And yeah. this year, I was like, "No, I, last year was good, and keep it the same, and I'll be maybe a little bit better." Mm-hmm. But yeah. Christine, good. what's your resolution? 2018. Or resolutions, you might have more. 20, well, I don't know. I was thinking, actually, I got my hair done by Sammy um, oh, at Couture Salon. Oh, thank you. Um, shout out to Sammy. And she actually asked me, what are my goals? Like, instead of resolutions, it's like goals, you know? Okay. So my goals, and I'm going to say it on the podcast, is to start working out at Michael Serrell Gym, at that gym. And then... Um, Build a little radio station thingy for Poet Gardens. Those are my goals. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Jesse? Mine are the same as last year, man. It was uh, get into shape. Mm-hmm. You got to be in, what did you say earlier? <laughs> what? About being fit. You got to No, I'm to not going to get fit. <laughs> I said, I'm getting in shape. Um, and, and the shape what I'm going to I was going to say, the shape I'm getting into is round, a little mm-hmm. more like oval. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to hit this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, uh, my uh, my resolution is just kind of, you know, it's funny you say that. Uh, for me, it's uh, looking back at last year, uh, it, do- it doesn't seem like, for me, it doesn't seem like a new year, you know. Yep. Yeah, time is moving, um, uh, you know, the uh, the calendar changed, but, but it doesn't feel like it's been a new year, yep. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's been good uh, the last couple months um, and, and – uh, and it's one of those things where, like, man, it, I don't know. I mean, other than just making sure that my health uh, um, and my family are, are doing well, then, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what else I could ask for. But um, but I, I definitely, I guess, if I have to throw in a resolution mm-hmm. or a goal, it would be to have a little bit more time to do uh, uh, things that, that uh, uh, with the kids, you know. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, like I said, man, my kids just – full of energy and mm-hmm. and uh you know now my kids actually get into sports which is kind of cool mm-hmm. uh my daughter's getting into uh doing some 
some uh, dancing and singing, so uh, so trying to get into that. Yep. Um, I don't know, man. Just I guess be a dad, man. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> so. Good resolution. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh, one time when I when I had just run my first kid, um, I uh, at my old job, uh, I ca- I called my boss one day. I said, Hey, listen, man, I'm not I'm not coming in today. I actually got to work from home because uh, I got to watch my kid. Yeah. Uh, or he got sick and I got to watch my kid. And he goes, listen, he goes, it's your kid, right? I said, yeah. He said, so, uh, it's not, it's not watching your kid or babysitting your kid. It's called parenting. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so don't, don't, uh, don't say you're going to watch your kid. It's, uh, I'm like, oh man. (laughs) So So you approve my time (laughs) off. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) So I'm like, all right, he goes, you know, do whatever you got to do. But I thought it was good. Tomorrow and this coming weekend, But that was pretty good. But uh, anyways, well, Manny, I think we've come to the end. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you wanna uh, talk about, or 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 we'll ask you the? I mean, if you have nothing else, we'll, we'll hit you with some woodiers. I mean, we've done yeah. it before, but maybe this time it's changed. It might have changed. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think in closing, for me, that I'm really happy to to be sharing what I'm sharing. I'm happy to have met all of you and connected with all of you, connected with Remo every single week, and just sharing my passion. You know, it's been yeah. it's been a good year, and I think um, realizing that where I'm going um, requires more education, and I'm just enjoying that process of continuous continuously learning and um, educating myself to help people more. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm just happy to be doing it. Uh, that's where I'm at. Very cool. Yep. Do you remember his answers from last time, Jesse, about your favorite spots to go? At this point, I didn't have any, I don't think. No. Last year, I don't remember I had any. Did I? Well, here, how about we do this? We ask. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. We'll have a answer it, and then we'll have people go back and refer <laughs> yeah. to the first one. <laughs> yeah, we, I see you walking around here all the time. So yeah. You. yeah, so I like I like going to Greenleaf Cafe a lot because they have a chile relleno. And they, open, the w- and they open at 7 a.m. Oh, do they? That's why I like it. I'm, yeah, but I think that's the only place other than maybe Auntie's that opens at seven here. Yep. For breakfast. By the way, so I, I one day I ran into uh to him at, at the at Greenleaf Cafe and uh sat down next to him, we started eating and so that's when I asked, What are you having? There's yeah. a Chile Reno uh omelet. Yeah. And he goes, Do I get it every time I come? So I said, Well, all right, let's try it out, you know. <laughs> now every time I go, that's my go to, man. It's, so it's it's, it's classic. really good, man. It's really good. It's good because they don't they don't put the original batter like the egg batter and they don't bread it. Yeah, yeah. they put an egg on top of the chile relleno. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. It's a scrambled egg on no, top. No, man, it's really good, man. It's uh, last time I was there, I saw you there too. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating by yourself. Yeah, it was in the corner. Um, um, and how about uh, if you were to get a drink? Uh, so a beverage or even a breakfast. I, breakfast. I used to like going to. Well, I'll start with the beginning. I used to like mm-hmm. going to the Lyft original place because I used to get old fashions there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bartenders made it really well there. Um, as that closed down, I transitioned into uh, Ravello. Okay. Because uh, they they have good, uh, they have good wine, they have good Moscow mules, and good old fashions. Yeah. So I'll go there whenever I want to have you know drinks and appetizers. Um, and recently, for the first time, I went to the Commoner a few weeks ago. Okay. And the mm-hmm. beer was really good. Nice. Had some uh, had some food there. So those are the two areas I would say I hang out at the most. Okay. But uh, or I'll pick up a. I'll pick up wine to go at the cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but mainly I would say Ravello is where I get drinks nice. at the bar. So it looks like your New Year's resolution is already shot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Commoner's food's really good, but 
I remember last time I ate there, it was delicious, but it's not uh, it's not organic. It's definitely no, organic. It's not organic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, I love that. But it's delicious. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not a. Uh, I went to Rocky Colas for a long time. Really? Yeah. And I, re- I just stopped. Yeah. It, was just... it that was a hard place, man. It's uh it it's I think I've been there since I moved the office here like it's I think I may have been there once. Oh, okay. Twice maybe. Mm-hmm. But um the first time I went there I'm like, man, I'm never coming back. It's just it was hard, man. It yeah. was uh um the food's not there. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember going to it when I was younger, you mm-hmm. know, uh, when we used to come out and hang up here. But I don't know if it's maybe my taste buds weren't there mm-hmm. or, or or it's changed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was definitely hard, man. Yeah, I, I had the same feeling. Um, when I was younger, I used to enjoy it more. But I think yeah. it was more because of the experience mm-hmm. when you're younger yep. and it's more of a diner and yep. a little jukebox. And it's, like, pretty yeah. cool to go there and you don't yeah. even pay attention to all the other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, man, it's, it's uh, definitely changed. So. I also go to Chillin'. Have you guys been there? The new Boba place? Yeah. Uh, same yeah. thing. I think I've only been there once. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely good. Um, talk about a place that uh, that took a little gamble mm-hmm. in terms of location, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's that the Chilin second. Place? Yeah. Because it's the second Boba place that, that you know. But that place is always cracking, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have they have cool games there. They have yeah. a, a bunch of. It, it's an easier place to hang out at. Yeah. Because the other boba place, I don't know what it's called, yeah. but it's a little the bit. Tea house. Uno tea house. It's a little bit shorter on yeah. all the angles, so you can't really yeah. sit with a group. Yeah. You know. So. I'll tell you something Pl- about that um, that uh, chilling place. Uh-huh. Well, here, so. before you get to that, plus on that other one, I feel a little awkward because it's like they're all young. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like the old man walking in, and kind of like, yeah, can I have some hip drinks? Yeah. <laughs> Coffee, please. Coffee. Yeah. No, I, I've gone to chilling a, a handful of times, and it really, it's when we cheat on you, man. <laughs> when I go next door to it is a massage place. It's Green Leaf yep. Spa, and so that's where Evan and I sometimes go. And uh, you know, it's twenty dollar massages, pretty so cool. So they do get massages, bit. yeah. Uh. And and anytime we go afterwards, we go to chilling, yeah. and she always dominates me in Connect Four. So if you're nice. listening, it's like. I like Greenleaf Massage. It's a good place to go to as well. I like yeah. to go to different massage places to see what people are doing, especially yeah. the old Asian community. They, yeah. they have some old style, you know, <laughs> make you cry a little bit. But yeah. that one, I fall asleep. Like, yeah, that, it's definitely it's definitely like a, a lot escapism. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're sitting there and 15 minutes yeah, into it, right. yeah, like we're both hitting each other for snoring. <laughs> yeah, we're both snoring. <laughs> Just kidding. Lift uh-huh. too. Lift. I go to Lift a lot. For coffee, yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah. It's definitely a different vibe now. Um, well, it's more of a coffee shop now, right? Yeah, <laughs> where before it used to be kind of a hybrid bar. And mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. but just the crowd you see there now is a little different. I mean, it's uh, compared to what it was before. So really, how's it different? <clears throat> I, I mean, you see more. Well, I don't know about you guys, but when I go, it's uh, you de- you see that range like from some from somebody who's like in college or or, mm-hmm. or younger. Mm-hmm. And either studying or working to somebody who's working like me, uh, to like a, um, an older couple who's having a cup of coffee. Yep. Whereas before, in the other location they had, it was more like the the younger oh, like okay. like yep. mid crowd. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that many college kids, and you didn't see that many older couples, and mm-hmm. so uh, which is good. I mean, that's I think what they need. But uh, um, you know, every time too. I go in there, um, there's always people hanging out and having coffee. I always think 
do they charge you after an hour? They should charge you after an hour because people have a two dollar <laughs> cup of coffee and they'll What's just sit there for two hours and like the parking, they they stripe you on your yeah, shoe or it's something. Like, hey, you, gotta, <laughs> you can't hang out. It's been an hour. Get a refill or get on. By the way, I I don't know I don't know where you park, but uh, I I've been parking in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I just Nixon. have a parking t- yep. uh, pass, mm-hmm. and then just recently because that one's been packed, yep. man. I've been parking at the meter parking, and there's been times when I have I don't put coins in it, and I'm like, ah, it's all right, you know, you know. Yep. And the only thing is swing by. I officially got my first parking ticket, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was bummed because uh, I went to the city to go pay it, and they said, "Oh, you can't come pay it here. You got to mail it to this company." Citation? That's, no, it's uh, citationwizard2000.com. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. She goes, "Either you pay it online, or you go out of Santa Monica." I'm like, yeah. "What the hell?" I'm like. Yeah, it's a three dollar fifty cent convenient fee. What are you gave me the yeah. ticket? Why can't I come pay it? Have, in you, Whittier, so? have you paid? Okay. I, I've gone through there. Oh, <laughs> but you know what's interesting is that I've always backed in my truck in there. Yeah, and they give you a ticket if you if you we'll back in your in. vehicle. So I try to look up the code as to why you can't back in there because yeah. I didn't make sense. But it's a long shot of an argument. So I just but they gave me a ticket because uh, for backing in for meter and, and windshield uh, window tint all at the same time. All at the same time. Jeez. So I was like, what right. you do to the guy? Did you not give him a massage? Or? <laughs> I just came out and he was there. I was like, all right, dude. Do your thing. Give me my ticket. I'm going to oh, I'm gonna pull up as we're wrapping up. I'm going to pull up the screenshot one time on Facebook because that green leaf on Whittier, it was, I, I paid for most of it for my, all my tickets. <clears throat> I think within the year when I was working on green leaf, I got like 20-some tickets, parking tickets, the two-hour meter tickets. Yeah. What what have you done for your community, huh? <laughs> I financed uh, somebody's job. And when I got here, there was a parking meter with like six hour parking time. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. it so came up. <laughs> and it's, right. it's cheap too, a quarter. It is cheap, but, but it's you, just that because again, I, I usually don't carry cash yeah. or change, and if I do, they're usually like mm-hmm. nickels and dimes and yeah. pennies. And I know it's like twenty bucks a month to park at the parking structure. So I finally bought that. Oh, you that did? Yeah, yeah. Just because I'm telling you, man, it's been getting a little more difficult to find parking back here. Um, my so. truck doesn't fit. It hits the... Oh, it does? Oh, because you have the rack. The yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened to me. I went to L.A. Yeah. And uh, well, actually, I was in Redondo. And it was an older structure. And yeah. boom. Oh, I was like, all right. I'm not doing this again. Look, here's a picture. I had two parking tickets that went at the same time. Jeez. <laughs> they gave me both tickets at the same time. I think I left the car or something. I said... Left it on. <laughs> You got to do what they do in L.A., just just uh, make a copy of it and just stick it on the windshield forever. And just keep it there. Yeah. <laughs> drive. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, drive like it's a flyer. Yeah, like you yeah. never want to take out. All right, Manny. Thanks for uh, coming yep. on. And, uh, Thank you, man. Like last time, we'll look at for uh, for the next uh, episode three. And hopefully by then, we're all rock climbing. Yeah. <laughs> we can do the Nixon building. Yeah, that should be kind of cool, man, rock climbing the building. That would be cool. Sorry, and and, uh, how do people follow you if they're not following you yet? So on Instagram, it's Manny Kaba. Okay. Um, And that's everywhere. That's where I post the most. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's it. Perfect. I mean, it's all the same thing for Twitter or Facebook, but Instagram is where I post. More active. Yeah. Sounds good. Again, thank you again. You're welcome. Whittier, we're out. Peace out. Peace out. I think I'm, uh, since I'm a Pigo boy, I've never really engulfed myself into Whittier, but now that I'm part of the community, little by little I'm seeing it. If not, you'll find me at Rocky Colas at lunch all the time.
Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Colas. Is there anything from Rocky Cola that you uh, that's your go-to? Uh, bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple, man. Or sometimes I do the chili with the turkey sandwich. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Keep it simple. That's my kind of diet. <laughs> chili. <laughs> How about in the evening time? If if you're grabbing a, a drink or a cocktail, where and what do you? I don't often drink, um, but what the the few times, the handful of times I've drank, it's usually been at Ravello or Bottle Room. Yeah, 